Hey, everybody, if you like combat sports and martial arts, make sure to, to subscribe, like, and share the Drew Spirience that's available on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. And this is the Drew Spirience, the show that's 80% combat sports and 20% everything else. First, I want to give a thanks to a few supporters. Uh, KRT Tips and Tricks, largest online growing dojo with Sensei's Wesley Jensen and Jaron Stringer, Kyokushin Shuffle Podcast, and Forever the Student ebook author Patrick Sensei Patrick Pinto, picking the greatest minds of Kyokushin and other martial arts of how they excel at their craft. Martial Way blog in terms of creating awareness and raising the bar for Kyokushin. And lastly, Moments Management. If you're a pro fighter looking for quality management, Moments Management, uh, where Nima Safapur, who has represented clients such as Gegard Musasi and Alexander Gustafsson, amongst others, will teach you the ins and outs of the fight game, how to invest and save your money properly for before, during, and after. Moments Management, where quality and care come first. Today's guest has been a long time in the works. I saw his, uh, first I saw him on an interview on the Kyokushin Shuffle, but then one Kyokushin started promoting his content. And I, I believe this guy is the future, is going to be a future champion for Australasia, but eventually not international tournaments when everything opens back up. He's the, he's the definition of the, that new era of Kyokushin, having uh, not only just the Kyokushin, but other aspects of combat sports in him. I'm very pleased to finally, after the timing finally is perfect, Nazar, Mr. Hollywood Kassab. Welcome, Naz. Well, Mr. Drew, thank you for being, uh, having me on, brother. Appreciate it, mate. Uh, thank you for coming on. Like I saw your uh, yep. I saw your stuff on one Kyokushin, and I was like, okay, this guy is, this guy is legit. Like, and I know, and yeah. As you, as you really know the art, you start to realize, like, who is, like, going to be the next ones coming up? Like, in terms of, like, what does the next generation uh, represent? Yeah. No, thanks, Drew. Appreciate it, mate. So what's your... Yeah, uh, means a lot. Ah, no problem. So before... So now you're very young. You're only 21. So before yeah. your... Uh, before Kyokushin, did you ever have any other martial arts experience? Um, no, just uh, only Kyokushin. Jumped in when I was uh, seven years old. Whoa. And yeah, started, uh, started from now, 21 now. So uh, been going ever since. And competing, competing, like from completing in every, every tournament that came our way. That's, that's impressive. So you really are like a competitor to, in, the, as a, in definition. Like if someone yeah. says, describe competitor, be like, look up Nazar Kassab. That's, that's it. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, they fight active since we're young, and um, yeah, it's it's um, really helped us going into uh, getting as we're getting older and fighting. Yeah, that's impressive. So to really like, you know, you've been there. So when you were, so who is your uh, sensei or Shian growing up? It because like I know Australia has it's got a very, um, it's a tight knit Kyokushin community. So. It's like there's like you know there's guys like such as Judd Reed, Pat Pinto. Yeah. yeah. Well, I uh, I started at um, a local dojo next to me um, called FAFC, uh, Maria Gibalisco, Tehan mm -hmm. Maria. Now, um, yeah, that's who I started with under, and um, yeah, that's that's where my beginning was. Yeah, went went from there, and then now um, I train with uh, Shian Judd Reed. And um, Nick Cara, my main coach, Nick Cara, 
in my kickboxing. And that's that's, and yeah, we got a, we got a big team. We got a very very big team at the moment. Yeah, very knowledgeable. Yeah, no, that's really good. Like especially like because like, and I like how you said you have a kickboxing coach because what I see is like a lot of Kyokushin practitioners, like the ones that are competitors. Yeah. They only keep a Kyokushin coach. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you really want to get to that next level where you yeah. want to be an active champion, winning first place consistently or at least coming in yeah. meddling second, you want to have another, another – you want to kind of have like an outsider's perspective of how to improve your toolkit. Well, for sure, for sure. Everyone, everyone brings something different to the table at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, of, of course. Like, for example, like my coach that like I've shown you pictures of Mo, like, you know, heavyweight yep. uh, legend. And uh, there's a lot of heavyweights in Canada that are very good, but he yep. is the gold standard. Like, and, and, I, 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 and, and it's not to like stroke his ego, but yep. he's miles. It's like there are, look, the, the sad, like, the, not, it's not a sad reality, but the reali- reality is, as you can attest to, based to your success, there are levels to this game. Like you could say you're the best, you fought international, but then when you step in with that one guy, there's what I yeah. like to call the John Jones syndrome. It's like yeah. you're in there with a different kind of beast. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're very, you're not wrong there. 100%. Uh, I agree. Yeah. And, of course. And did you have any uh, like um, martial arts, like uh, fighters that you like looking at? And, I wouldn't say looked up to, but that like look, look, you kind of modeled. Like um, a, a big uh, idol for me was like gr- growing up was was Gary O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Like um, I watched him oh, over and over. Like oh, oh yeah, I was a massive fan, and um, yeah, really just loved his fighting style. Um, and then as like George Saint Pierre. Mm-hmm. Is, is yeah, a huge fan of George Tape. Yeah, and, and of course, like that, I'm, I'm very lucky to have by my side now, Sean Judd Reed. That he was uh, another a person I, I really look up to, and, and still, you know what I mean. And, and um, yeah, I'm very lucky to have him part of my team now. That's amazing. Yeah, like Judd is, and Judd has really done something that was unheard of. Like he went to Thailand, which is like a Muay yeah. Thai nation, and started Kyokushin, which is unheard of. Yeah, he um, he he done it all. He's yeah, absolute absolute legend, Sean Judd. Is he back in Australia now? Because I know he yeah, was yeah. going back and forth in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah, go there um as much as I can. <laughs> and you're where are you in? Like, are you in Gold Coast or you're in uh, Sydney no, or Melbourne? Melbourne. Okay. okay. In Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's where. Yeah, Melbourne's more like it's kind of like the New York or Philadelphia of Australia. Like it's very like Type A, and then like Gold Coast. Like I was talking with uh, Sheehan Cameron. By the way, guys, if you if you uh, if if you don't miss, if you really want to see a good conversation, look back at my uh, interview with uh, Sheehan Cam. And uh, Cam said like, like, "Well, I'm in the Gold Coast," and he's like, "We're kind of like California. We're very, you know." <laughs> laid back and then you got melbourne who's like they're very type a they like to get their stuff they like to get their tasks done like it's always you're always on the go yeah you know what i mean with work it's you're always doing something you can't just relax you know what i mean oh so true it's like that in in uh, north america because like you have 
the eastern side, which is like New York, uh, Philadelphia, which is what I mentioned. Yeah. And then in Canada, you have like Quebec, Ontario. Everything always on the go, busy, even oh, with harsh God. winters. Yeah, yeah, exactly like yeah. Yeah, Melbourne, man. It's uh, and um, so you said you like Gary O'Neill, George St. Pierre, but there's but the funny thing is, it's like Australia has a very rich kickboxing and combat sports history, like yeah. not only like with um, with with like Gary O'Neill, but met but legends such as Stan the Man and uh, Sam Greco. Oh, yeah, 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 that's well, you know what, I'm not forgetting another person I really I look up to, like massive um, Andy Hug. Of course, uh, and if you if you've watched my videos when I come out in my um, uh, before when I come out to fight, I always wear my gate. If you haven't seen that, so that that's something Sam Greco used, um, Andy Hug used to do. Yeah, that, he, um, that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah, that's amazing oh, that yeah. you took that from we them, and you got to represent. Bit. You got to represent. You know, you got to. You never forget well, your at roots. The day, yeah, at the end of the day, um, you can't forget where you come from. You know what I mean? So no matter how far I'll go, I'll go away from Kyokushin. It'll always be with me. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I'm the same way too. Like I, cause like, cause after that, like I, cause uh, sometimes I get the question from others. Yeah. What do you plan to do after you get black belt? Are you just going to quit? And I said, no, I said, I'm going to go into grappling. Cause I do want to no. open my mind up to like BJJ and like wrestling. Yeah. But I want to still train in Kyokushin. Like I'm not. Maybe I might not compete as much, but I'm gonna probably yeah. do the yeah. other stuff and to get my knee down and sand down. Because the ultimate goal for me <laughs> is to get to sand down, so I can be a, yeah. so I can be a teacher. Yeah, a sensei. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Now that well, that's the mentality you gotta be. You can't have that's. You gotta have your goals, and you get you part whatever you achieve your goal, and it's on to the next thing. You know what I mean? It's not. Oh, it's over from here. Then no. they, you don't stop learning. You know what I mean? True. Oh, no matter course. something, uh, I might tomorrow I'll pick up some. You're always learning, no matter how much you know. You I know mean, you look at George Saint Pierre. Like he came in as a striker, and even when he lost, and then when he lost the belt, yeah. he really just yeah. took to grappling. And yeah. now you look at George. Um, I mean, like well, if you if you watched my fight Panion with Wesley and my yeah. friend Adam, we spoke about. George, yes, he has a Kyokushin background, but he's not the proper like representative because he became more of a grappler later on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, he's fr he's from Canada. Yep. He's a yeah. national icon here. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, <laughs> even people in like China know who he is. If you, it's, he's it's I think like the most recognizable faces now for mixed mart for just martial arts in general, whether it's mixed or boxing. If you're looking at yeah. MMA, I think the top through like four, actually five. Okay, this is just me. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. People could like message me and DM me, and know they'll like they could share. I'm open to hearing. Uh, I think it's these: Khabib, George, yeah. Connor, Francis, yeah. and I'd say Izzy to a degree. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, George, one hundred percent. He he's up there with, with, yeah. He'll he'll make UFC Hall of Fame, I reckon. Oh, he already is. He already has. He got he already, put in. Yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, that says it all. Did you? Are you a, now? Like, I understand with the new generation, like you know, now because kids coming up, or like you know, not kids. You know, you're young adults. Like, I feel old. I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, do you feel like you know? 
you grew up, you were basically like your adolescence was in the Conor McGregor era, which is the showman era, you know, putting on a nice show. My era was like the Chuck Liddell and the George yeah. St. Pierre, Anderson Silva. So it's kind of like that mix of like, we're still figuring out that who is like the sport will be built around. But now we kind of yeah. know like who's building the sport. Do kids today yeah. in Kyokushin try to model their game after Izzy, you'd say, because of that like crazy style that he has? Um, Izzy, Izzy is an absolute, oh, I love his fighting style. And I, I, I take a lot from, I, I watch a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, try whatever I, I watch a lot of fighters you take this you take that from whatever you like you know what i mean but um i don't know everyone's got their own style you know what i mean like i, I reckon conor mcgregor's amazing and the way he can show but and whatever he can build it up but for me that's not me you know what i mean i'm no I, i'm not much of a yeah i, I just uh, let the fighting do the talking you know what i mean yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I'm like kind of like for me, like when people ask me if you could compare your style to someone and be like, I'm like a Robbie Lawler. Like, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm a, I'm not technical. Like, I like having like wars, but it's like yeah. I don't need to talk. Like, I let my, I let my fight, like my competitions do the talk. That's my, that's my talking. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's the way we go about it. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. You gotta, start, de- you gotta, you know what I mean? Oh, of course. Like, I definitely agree. Because I think that's what I think makes Kyokushin good. There's none of that bad blood or like, I'm going to, or it's like, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, I'm coming. It's like, I'm going to talk this about your religion, your family. There's no. none of that. It's like, you could well, be fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, like you could be fighting. Some, look on the tatami. It's a different, it's business. But after it's like, you'll be like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to go get a beer with the, with you. Or like, let's go get like a hot, like a burger or something. And it's like, okay, yeah, that was yeah. fun. For sure. It's yeah. It's You got to be professional. Like, <laughs> it's very true. Oh, you, you got to kind of like keep that because, like, you have to remember too. Like, I was at it's like, it's like at the end of the day, like, my coach said, like, you know, everyone's my coach said it best. He's like, they're pros, they're on TV. You're an amateur, you're not on TV. So don't <laughs> let it get to you. He's like, because some people do. And it's like, and that's the thing too. Like, I mean, like, there's going to be egos everywhere, even with black belts, especially. But I mean, you just got to ignore those. I mean, I've learned the, the, along the way, just like, you know, let them be, if they, if they want to be, if they want to be petty, that's, that's their call. It, they're just a minority. They're 1% yeah. of a minority. 100% agree. Yeah. You could have put it any better. And what I think is like important, cause you know, um, on my shows I have, like, I always like to, everyone always talks about Russia and Japan being the powerhouses. But I've but I've got yeah. a new conclu I've got a new conclusion that there's also Iran and Australia. Iran, like I, I would I would say Iran too. Yeah, yeah. From what I've heard, I t- person I haven't been um, to overseas at international level in the Kyokushin. So, but I have heard from a lot of people Iran is very strong. It's the mix of that wrestling background too, because like you, what I think this is what. So I had on another Shian of my show named Shian Hamid of Kyokushin Khan, and we were talking uh, about from is he in Sydney? No, he's in Canada. Oh. He's a Shian in Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm, th- I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah. So we were yes. So we were talking about like why Iranians make very good Kyokushin practitioners, and I think it's yeah. that blitz in wrestling because you think of Greco-Roman, they're blitzing like it's that blitz in Kyokushin and wrestling that just plays yeah. into their into their uh, toolbox. So that's what I think, and they just 
they're just meant for fight. I, I, I'm convinced like Middle Eastern, like if you're from Iran, Lebanon, North Africa, yeah. <laughs> where you're just bred for combat sports. It's not yeah, a stereotype. Yeah. It's very yeah, true. Yeah. It's true. Well, I'm, I'm Lebanese myself. <laughs> oh, let, oh, you're a killer. So like, do it, so yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you were telling you're half Italian. I think you're half, you're full Lebanese or half? Okay. Okay. So yeah, Lebanon does have now Lebanon's more known for their Taekwondo, but they do have like, like at least mm. a few legit Kyokushin uh, practitioners. Yeah. 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 Oh, there you go. Have, have you have, ever, have you ever fought against any, uh, like, like, uh, Lebanese like yourself or? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, I'll probably have down. I probably would have. I've uh, Drew. I've had that many fights. I've, I've lost track. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> uh, it's it, that's crazy. What's your What's your most uh, memorable fight that you had? Like one of them that's gonna always stand out, like uh, in memory. Um. Well, my main ones are like your, your Australian titles, those big ones that I'll, I'll never forget. Like I won a couple of those. Um, but in the kickboxing now, there's like a couple. Like my first title. Mm -hmm. Like your first knockout, there's those like special ones, you know what I mean? They're the ones I'll, I'll, I won't forget. Yeah, the, they'll give, they give me bumps every time. Like, yeah, that's um, that is really impressive. That uh, like that you're always gonna remember that first knockout. Like that, it's been and but like yeah. what? What was that like? Like when like was it a head kick knockout or was it like a? No, uh, my first knockout um, was actually a punch. Whoa! It was a punch, so it, it, that's what we wanted too. Because um, coming into this, like we're we, we're still raw, yeah, we're learning. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't easy coming from a kyokushin to kickboxing. There was a, it was a bit of um, a lot of adjusting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially when you when you've trained a certain way and and fought a certain way with your hands here lower, a bit lower. Not worrying about the head punches. You know what I mean? for a certain amount of time and then to just change it up. So it was a bit of um, a challenge, but we, we're still learning. We still haven't got, on, got to it today. We still haven't found our mark. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But um, yeah, that, that fight was good because everyone's expecting me as a, as a karate in Kyokushin to have the legs. So I really wanted to show that, don't worry, we, we got hands as well. You know what I mean? And yeah, the first knockout was, a, um, a, I think, a left hand hook. I, I, I can't remember. Something like that. But it was a hand. That's, yeah. that's impressive. Still, either way, like, from, like, I never know, like, that's, that's impressive. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I think people really have to stop sleeping on the fact that, yes, we might have stiff punches in terms of when we punch, it's kind of like rock'em, sock'em robots. Because there are yeah. some... Because what I'm seeing now, like, especially with the newer generation of senseis, they're, yeah. or like, they're bringing in boxing coaches to their class to like, as like, just to be like, just to tell them like, okay, like you got to be fluid in your punches as we are in our kicks. And I think yeah. what makes okay. a very deadly combination with Kyokushin in standup is boxing yeah. with Kyokushin. If you can get those two together, oh. you're a killer. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's only going to make you better learning other styles. It's just going to add to your vocabulary. You know, you know what I mean? Your artillery. 
Oh, I, lo I, I love uh, that wording where you said artillery there because or and uh, that's it's so true because you got to always have uh, like it's like it's like you're kind of like um, like an assassin. You got to have your knives, you have your sword and then you have your shurikens and then you have your uh, I don't know, bow and arrow. You got your skill set, you know what I mean? Just whatever you know what you're good at and just like whatever you like. You like something from that? Take it away. Yeah, like I wanted to get K. Okay, so I know you fought in like a few like kickboxing competitions, you know, both pro and uh, you know amateur. Um, karate combat yeah. is a league that's you know that's been in existence for two years. There's yeah. no Kyokushin practitioner, and I have a the and well, we kind of know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I kind of know why. This is just my hypothesis because there yeah. it's the Shotokan Association, so they're not they're gonna do everything they can to, yeah. I think, just prevent Kyokushin from be, like, doing what they do best. But if Karate Combat yeah. were to include Kyokushin, how do you see that going down if, all, if, the, if the Kyokushin practitioners are given the green light to compete? What in, sorry, I didn't understand. So oh. uh, in, to compete in kickboxing or? In the Karate Combat, that karate league that you see on Instagram and all that. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, to be honest, I don't know much of it. I haven't really looked into it, Drew, to be honest. Okay. Well, there's no, there's no Kyokushin practitioner. Every time you go on the site, it's like Shito Ryu, Shorin Ryu, Shotokan. Like, I'm not against okay. the style. I'm not against the style. No, but no. if you really want to be karate, include our discipline. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We might, they might get a, might add the Kyokushin in. I think it would be great. And I think like if they were like, if like they're looking for someone um, to really uh, represent Kyokushin, like I'm like, it's like if they say, if they were, cause like I've interviewed um, uh, Corey Schaefer, he's like a regulatory director with Bellator, like gets to fight sanctions, but he's also done work with Karate Combat. And like okay. I said, like we got to get the Kyokushin guys in. I said, mm. it's only fair. And he's like, well, if you have anyone, just like, you know, tell me. And I said, okay, well, I have at least three guys I know that would, that if you let them fight, they're going to rep the art well. They're going to let the floodgates yeah, yeah. open. Yeah. You just, uh, yeah, there you go. I, I think they, they just don't want to get the calf kicks. Give them the names, Drew. And maybe you might even get, be able to go on. <laughs> I just do amateur. I got it. I got, I'm, a, I'm just an am. I just do a, my, for me, my window is I got at least five more semi, four more semi contacts. Then I want yep. to do at least two or three full contacts and then just yep. get into coaching. Cause that, that's my window. Like my, my mom's yeah, going to hate, my mom's going to hate hearing this cause she thinks I'm retired. But the <laughs> truth is like, I love competing and uh, yeah, you're going to get bruised. You're going to get, you could get hurt, but look, you know, I have a job where I have benefits where I could go to physio. I can see, uh, uh, yeah, I phys get physio and all that. Like that's the thing yep. too, but this is not like, look, the worst injuries only happen if, it's not refed properly, but usually the fights are refed properly. They're not going to yeah. let someone die. Well, uh, you just go in there, not, not like, uh, you're not thinking about those, you know what I mean? Not thinking about injuries. You're just going in there to just, yes, yeah, smash it out, get the win. And um, that's all that's on your mind. You want to, you want to put an opponent in front of you. Exactly. I know it doesn't sound good, but it's a bit violent. 
but that's yeah, yeah that's what I do. Nature of the, it's the nature of the, look, it's nature of the game that we do. You, you know, you live by this sword, die by the sword. Like, That's exactly 100%. Well, at not, the end of the day, you, you win and you lose. There's, you, you make, there's no shame in losing. You only, um, you only benefit from losing, to be honest. You know what yeah. I mean? You get more a little from a loss than a win. You really do like, and that's the yep. thing. Like the thing is too, like everyone that's, and then everyone that says, Oh, you should have done this at the end of the day, you just got to ignore them. Like at first, like, no. cause the thing is the biggest mistake I used to make was I used to share my fight, like my, one of my fights on Facebook and everyone was like, yeah. Oh, you should have done this. You should have done that. And it's like, and it, it, it gets to you. And then you realize why am I posting it in that case? Like, you know, post the post it, the picture, if you want a trophy so people can yeah. guess. Because if you put the video, everybody thinks they're Joe Rogan, Teddy Atlas. <laughs> there you go. No, well, it's, it's not as easy as uh, people would like, as it looks on the outside. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Go in there and uh, go give it a crack. I always say, if you think you're so if you think it's so easy, you go try it. You go do no. the training. And then, because... Yep. The fight is the reward. The training is the real work. Like there's days like, you know, you don't want to show up. You like show up and you're like, I got to do yeah. this again. And it's about loving the process. Like that's the thing. Like if you love the process, that's what makes you keep competing and competing and competing. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go through them. Like, you, well, I look at it this way. You can't be motivated all the time to just always be one, always want to be training. You know what I mean? You go through your, you go through your stages like it's like a wave. You know what I mean? What you like some days I can't wait to get to the gym, and then some other days I've had a hard day at work, whatever. You got to push yourself to go. But you know what? When you push yourself, those days are the actual. They turn out to be the best training days. They really do. I I find I notice that like the days I don't want to go, like I'm on the treadmill, like I'm dropping a million f bombs in my head. Then like I yeah. go through the weights, and then like I'm 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 happy after, and I'm like, okay, I'm happy I did that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta push yourself. At the end yep. of the day. Yep. Very <laughs> very true. Yeah. What were you saying? There was something about goals, like. No, just you gotta have your goals. Your goals are, are very important. You know what I mean? Very, very true. So yeah. what, what do you feel like? I mean, like 2021 is a write-off for some countries because of, you know, it's yeah. parts two to COVID. But how do you yeah. see um, Kyokushin in, the, in uh, the moving forward in 2021? Like we are in the 21st century. So how do you feel Kyokushin's going to grow as the new generation takes over? Um, to be honest, we just, we got to get past this, uh, this, uh, COVID, this, if this COVID stays around, we're not going nowhere, <laughs> but we're lucky here, here in Melbourne, um, in Australia, we, we're going good and we, our fight shows are starting again, but, um, yeah, to be honest, I, I don't really take, uh, I'm not really, uh, following the Kyokushin as much as, as before. You know what I mean? I've really stepped away a, a, a little bit and just really focusing on the kickboxing. But, um, yeah, no, Kyokushin will, will just keep growing, I believe. It's just, yeah. I think it's like, I think as like with like the internet too, and, you know, you see like podcasts like what, like what I do, what Pat does, what, what KRT does. 
if, if it wasn't for the internet, you wouldn't, or social media, you wouldn't have been able to get in contact with me. It's, it's amazing. You know what I mean? Uh, social it's, media. It's true. Big social media is these days and how much, how, how we can help. Depends you're what you're looking at. It depends what you're looking at too on there, because I have I've really had to curate the things yeah. I follow and and get on my news feed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Some of the stuff it's like it's like some it's like it'll go from like let's say um, it'll go from like let's say like I have like MMA to kickboxing and then to like it will be like some random that's ass. Oh, uh, and then it's like some random meme. So it's like, I, it's, yeah, that's why, like, sometimes, like, I need to stay off it. Like, I think sometimes, like, I just need to stay off it. But it's hard because I work from home. So if, like, I'm not on yeah, I'm not yeah. taking calls, like, I'm going to be scrolling out of boredom. But it's like, it's, but it's like, um, it's, uh, it's, look, it, it has its tools. It's got its nests. It's like, yeah, like, look, I, I was able to get in touch with you. I have friends well, in the UK. Well, when, when you get on it, it's like, it just time goes so fast. You can just be, you can be on it like it's like. Then you look at the time, it's like, oh my god, I've been on for an hour on my phone. Exactly. Especially TikTok now. <laughs> Don't get me started on TikTok because oh, like, I, I do at least yeah I, TikTok. When I get stuck on it, it's like oh shit, I gotta get off enough. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it, it's it's like it's um. It's like, it's, uh, it's, it's just, yeah, there's too much. There's like, there's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. There's just too many. I, I, there's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Snapchat. Remember Snapchat? I'm sure everyone has Snapchat. I don't have it. Like I'm one of the few that never got the point of it. We still got Snapchat now. Yeah, I don't think are. many people use it though. Like it had its phase. Nah. Like from 20... I, I I'm not big on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm more than Instagram. Like Twitter was okay, but yeah. then. Twitter is just a cesspool of negativity of people's opinions. So I stay, I deleted my Twitter. So I just keep my, um, my Instagram and I have like my Facebook and, and even if I, yep. I'm on Facebook, I just post the links to my shows and that's about yeah. it. Yeah. No, nah, Instagram's, uh, Instagram's the best for me. Uh, that's the most, uh, social media I use. Yeah. It's it's really crazy. Um, are you planning to eventually? I know, like you have a full time job, and you know you're doing kickboxing. But would the plan yeah. be eventually to go professional, like say into Glory or maybe Bellator? Oh. It looks like we lost Naz there. So. Don't worry, guys. He's coming back. He just his phone got disconnected. There, these things happen when you do when you do a podcast.
There we go. It's okay. It's, Sorry, Drew, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened either. It's okay though. It's okay. My phone, my phone's going crazy with phone calls. Yeah, it's like that when you're. It's like that when you're a pro. Oh, far out. <laughs> and it's Friday night. That's true too. That is true. So uh, <laughs> let me. So yeah, I wanted to. Um, yeah. So I can't see your camera's off still. You want me to? Uh, oh, is it off? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Oh, there yeah. we go. There we go. Yeah. So let me go. ask. Yeah. So the question was before the call came in. Um, are you planning to go professional, like to say Glory or Bellator, if like the record keeps piling up and you? Yeah. Can't... Um. Definitely, Drew. Well, at the moment, um, I'm, I'm professional now. Okay. And I only did. Uh, I didn't even do amateur. I went straight pro. Straight Whoa. pro. Yeah. So yeah, straight straight to professional. But um, our aim, we've got goals. Me, me and my trainer Nikara. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um we're aiming to hit 20 fights we want to hit at least 20 fights get our experience up and then um then weigh up our options and go from there if True. it's okay glory, so you're fighting you're fighting um, yeah you're fighting glory, pro- one, yeah yeah you're fighting pro on the regional scene, but but the options are there. And when yeah, maybe the yeah. when maybe yeah. are you planning maybe MMA or just straight kickboxing? Just cause um, for now, straight kickboxing. I really want to um get the smash out the kickboxing. Nice. Um, but I really want to really want to smash out here in Melbourne, in Australia, and then really look at um overseas because at the end of the day, we 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 don't want to just be local champions. You know what I mean? We 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 want to be something bigger than that. We want to be on the on the big on the big stage. That's yeah, and that's amazing to see because, as yeah. I said, you know Australia since you know as Pat was saying, you know before when they finally had that event in 2015 with Holly Holm versus Rousey, that yeah. opened the floodgates for all Australian combat sports. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks like your camera doesn't like Zoom. I don't know. Again. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> but no, it's amazing. I'm really happy to hear that. And uh, I really think, you know, you have a lot to offer. And I mean, your content that you have, like when you post your training, like when one Kyokushin posted, I'm like, that's like, I, I, it's, you, it's, that's where I said, okay, like I knew this guy's some, this is something different. Like <laughs> th- this is something no, we haven't no. seen before. And you're a, what a middleweight or a lightweight? I'm a middleweight. At the moment. Yeah. Middleweight. And I'm staying the fuck away from you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a middleweight. Well, I'm staying. I'm staying good. away. <laughs> now we're we're on the same thing. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I love middleweight. Like, cause middleweights are very, they're very, like, they're like um, they're they're very. They have a the, they they have the right build. They have that power, like a heavyweight, if they can learn how to use their strength. But they have that yeah. speed of a lightweight. So they're we're in that middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And then you have some heavyweights that just move like that move like middleweight. And then that still move like yeah, middleweight. Then yeah. that's that's that. Yeah, there's like a guy Nathan Phillips. <laughs> so, I saw. What's Drew? Sorry. Oh, I just said yeah. There's like a heavyweight Nathan Phillips. Uh, you've heard of him, I'm yeah. sure, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Nathan. Yeah, he's a, a boy and still moves like. See what I mean? That's um, he's a perfect example. Moves like a panther. What were you saying about uh, the middleweight still before? Because like before it cut out there. Because oh, um, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, what was I saying? Like we're we're still finding our mark. We're we're still learning. You know what I mean, Drew? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no one, no one's seen nothing yet. Yeah, I'll, I think. I'll say, 
Yeah, it's so true. Like, I mean, and then I'm sure like the other thing too, like we're only talking about the male fighters, but I'm sure there are some really good female fighters down in Australia. Definitely. Yeah. Well, there is, there's a lot of talent down here. And, and the funny thing is like, we all talk, that's the thing. Like everyone, I like everyone like will talk about the Russians or whatever. As I said, I do different. I like to see other areas and see for myself what I think. And that's why I'm doing Australasia because I just feel that you guys deserve more recognition for what you've done. So that's why like, I'm happy for guys. Like there's guys like Patrick Pinto who, you know, does his podcast and he's showing like, you know, Pat and that's the thing. Patrick is a very good competitor. Like he yeah. went from basketball to Kyokushin. So that's yeah. what I like about him. He, he, it's like, he's one that like, and as you said, Judd, there's, then there's Cameron. Australia yeah. has Gary. There's so much that you guys have yeah. given to Kyokushin. And I, and I think it's, it's, Australia should be given more no, no recognition for the, for Kyokushin. Yeah, well, that's you, right, 100%. And you know what? That's up to us young fighters and up-and-comers to, to really um, represent, a, uh, represent the Aussies now. That's amazing. So what's you know that? What so, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you, you're, you, you got, you're doing a great job with your gi. You're going to wear your flag next, you know. Yeah, and, that's it. Like I said, we never forget where we come from. No, it's you know, very true. Adoption is such a strong base to have mm-hmm. uh, yeah and it's 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 amazing like yeah really like you can go into any any style of uh, martial arts from there i think it's you know the best I mean? base to start with if you're a kid like if it's i ever have awesome, a kid it's an awesome base for me it was awesome to jump into the kickboxing um really yeah it really helped me i i was taught i was I was like, you look at Stephen Thompson in the UFC too, like the karate fighter, Stephen Thompson. That's yeah, like, look at his yeah. base. Look at how he yeah. parlayed it into grappling. Yeah, for sure. There you go. I think yeah, karate's right. the best base. It is, it is. 100% agree. If you didn't have Kyokushin, if you didn't do martial arts, where do you think you'd be in, in life? Oh, that's a big question. That's, that's a very good question actually, Drew. Um, to be honest, I am the person I am today from my martial arts and my kyokushin. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I don't know if I'd, I'd be a completely different person. The confidence, the respect part of the side, um, just the way you look at life. You think martial arts is just, it's just keeping fit and training and whatever, healthy, um, staying strong, whatever. But um, it just does, it's not just that. It's helping you in your in in just everyday life you know what i mean just a, uh, like after i got my black belt i got smashed 40 fights eight hours like yeah after that um i was six years old yeah were- and uh, after i completed that and achieved that i believe i could do anything now you know what i mean nothing nothing phases me anything i'll, I'll give it a crack Very you know true. what i mean and, um, I, I, that's why, like now, even with our fights that we take, me and my team, uh, my other, like my Nikara, we take anything that comes our way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're not the type to sit there and pick our fights. That's one thing we, we would never do. Because at the end of the day, we, we want to be the best. 
And to be the best, you got to take on the best. You really do. You know, there's you, no dodging. You, you <laughs> so said there's no really, dodging? Like, you just take anybody. You, it doesn't matter. Any fight just... that comes up, mate, someone wants to... No problem. Organize it. Perfect. You know what I mean? I love that mentality. You just got to do it. Like, I mean, if I, if I'm like, let's say I weigh into my fight at like 185, but my opponent yeah. is like a heavyweight, I'm still going to fight because I put the hours in. You give me that fight. Yeah. I'm not, You're I'm not, not dodging. No, no, 100%. No, no, you can't go through it. Yeah. And you just got to learn from it. Win, lose. It's uh it's at the end of the day, like there's spectators for a reason. And then there's the real, there's the real men in the arena like us, you know, it's, yeah. so that's, that's why, you know, I'm a, I'm a competitor through and through. I love watching. I love doing yeah. it too, but right now we just can't do it because of COVID in Canada, but man, when it happens again, Oh, I, I don't care if I win third place or I don't even win the trophy. I just want to get on that tatami. I just want to get on there. Now we're, we're lucky here. Last year was pretty much a, a dead year for me. Um, we had some planned and then COVID hit and yeah, everything went out the window. So nothing got done last, uh, last year. But um, this year we started off with a bang. Mm -hmm. We fought on uh, Prince Promotions eight man um, against the, uh, the eight best in, in the country. Um, so that was, that was an amazing event and that was an amazing experience for me. Really learned a lot from that. But yeah, at least it's, uh, we're moving here. Shows are starting again. Mm -hmm. Do you feel excited? Do you feel, do you feel excited? Like, do you feel eventually like, um, do you feel eventually like there's going to be like more UFCs coming or maybe some kickboxing events from one FC because Australia is now open? Yeah. 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 Hopefully. I believe that, so. That'd be really good. That'd be really, yeah. really good. So yeah. I guess, you know, um, well, uh, you know, I guess to say like to end it here, you know, Nazar, I want to say thank you so much for coming on finally. I'm so glad we got to do this. I did it on my day off from work. So that makes it even better, <laughs> less stress and less pressure. But uh, where can people connect with you on uh, social media if they want to like yeah. see uh, your training or whatnot? Yeah, yeah. well, my, my, probably my Instagram, if, if anyone wants to follow me, guys, um, Nasser Kassab. And that's just everything coming up, my upcoming fights, whatever. We just keep everyone up to date with what's happening. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys, make sure to give him a follow. This guy is the future, especially if you're in Kyokushin. you got to support everyone from Kyokushin, whether they're from Canada, Russia, England, Australia, New Zealand, you name it. But this guy, if you're especially – listen, for all the Canadians – He's a Commonwealth cousin since Australia and Canada are kind of cousins because of the Queen. So make sure to really give this guy a push yeah. because he is the future. You, you might see him. You will not might. You will see him in either Glory, Bellator, Kickboxing, or One FC one day soon. So be on the lookout for Nazar. You heard it here Sorry. first. So make sure to follow this guy because he deserves it. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you, mate. Thanks you too. too.